Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. Hello, all you bumpkins and pumpkins. Come on in to Steve's Cottage. I'm Steve Horner. Oh, no, it's Elvis Presley. I hope I don't blow this one. Well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. Uh, I'm all shook up. Uh, oh, yeah, baby. All shook up. Uh-huh. Well, welcome to Steve's Cottage. We are all shook up. and We've got a title of a program today. That uh, probably you're thinking, geez, Steve, you're throwing gas on the uh, twisted society with the F-bomb. Well, folks, we're not having uh, much luck with uh, luring 12 and 15-year-old kids to the show. So, you know, we're all adults. We all know how sick the society is. And uh, I thought I'd go right for it and say, folks, we got a really fucked up society. We're all shook up. And uh, when you say, Steve, how can you, uh, how, how can you justify that? How can you verify that? How can you, I'm saying this is not like a politician telling his audience or her audience in a demagogic type of uh, fashion saying, our society is sinking. Our ship is sinking. We're going to do something. You're going to elect me and I'm going to fix it. No, I'm not going to be the hypocrite that way. I'm just going to lay it out to you in common layman terms. Families are hugely in debt. The nation is in debt. The nation will soon be in war with a couple of Jew operational uh, greedy uh, nations. Uh, the kids don't know Jesus. Single parenting moms reign across the country, across the, uh, uh, the, the, the Purple Plains, and, uh, and outnumber, probably certainly, in major uh, metropolitan areas, outnumber nuclear mom and dad families. Trump is uh, being lashed and whipped by uh, revengeful, arrogant, uh, vindictive uh, women that should never be in public policy making anyhow at least if you're a bible thumper check out 1st Timothy chapter 2 verse 12 women should have ever no sway over men and uh and uh and uh we we we've got um we've got uh, a drug and alcohol uh, culture we've got public education that's in the dumper We've got, uh, we've got jails and prisons absolutely overflowing. And uh, like I said, the overseas conflicts. And uh, the kids can't uh, communicate. Salaries are not going to keep up with rising prices. And uh, talking about uh, a lack of communication, I was uh, driving over here to the uh, studio here today, over to Steve's Cottage. I'm, I'm not really at home. This is really at the university here. But uh, we we make it look like it's at Steve's Cottage. You know, kind of gives you an old, uh, you know, kind of gives you an old uh, grandpa's home type of feel, you see. And um, and uh, so here's this young lady, about, you know, 35. Uh, she's walking along, and uh, she's dressed casually. 
And uh, she's got her nose into the uh, stupid phone. Now, I'm thinking, why do all these kids walk along the street with their uh, heads and their noses stuck in these stupid phones? I think there's uh, three reasons for it, okay? Three reasons. Number one, she's believing that she's a highly skilled master of multitasking and wants the world to see her do this. Number two... She's a lonely person and wants you to think that, hey, she's got some real live human connections going on there. And number three, it's the Bobby Smith syndrome. What's the, what's the Bobby Smith syndrome? I'm, I'm going to tell you. When I was about 10, 12, 13, 14, uh, maybe 9, 10, no, earlier than that, all us chums in South Minneapolis were all great friends with Bobby Smith. He was our age. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Bobby was a great, great, great kid. And I'd sleep over his place now and then he'd sleep at mine and we played on the, uh, together on the sports teams and so on and so forth. And, uh, and, uh, one time when I was going to sleep over at Bobby's, we were taking our bicycles down to Goosey Hardware. And we were going to buy some, uh, 29 cent, uh, Ouija guns, some squirt guns. So we're riding our bike along, and we go, Ouija, Ouija, Ouija. We, you know, as, as nine, ten-year-old kids will do, we smacked into each other. We fell down on the pavement on the street, and uh, we were laughing like crazy. And uh, somewhere in and, in and around that era of time, Bobby started shaking his head. Now, you can't see me anymore unless you're on Thunder and or Facebook. And I think you can find me on Facebook by Steve's Cottage. And uh, probably the same thing with Thunder. Rumble. Uh, Rumble. I keep saying Thunder. It's Rumble. Thank you, sir. And, um, and uh, the, uh, the wimpy snowflakes took me off of uh, YouTube because they said I was a hateful person. And so I'm not a hateful person, but they just don't want anybody who disagrees with them to be heard. And, of course, that's how we uh, are uh, fucked up in our society these days. It's kind of like those people are in uh, charge. So Bobby would shake his head, and it's kind of like he, he, he had a little twitch going on in his head, and he'd have to find it. He'd have to neutralize it first before he could focus on the next thing. And it was just a bad habit. You see baseball players sometimes coming to bat, and they're shaking their head. They're just finding, this, they're finding the place where they can, okay, this little thing is resting now. Okay, fine. I'm right there. I'm right there. Okay, now here comes the pitch. Bam! Strike. Well, then they start shaking again, trying to find their place. My mom noticed that I was doing this, and she noticed it was just a bad habit. Stop doing that. So I focused on stopping it. It took me about a week to knock it off. And uh, I'm thinking, I think that these people on their dumb phones have the same head-shaking Bobby Smith syndrome going. They can't rest until they have all their apps answered, all their friends answered, all their, I don't know. I ask a lot of people, why do you think these uh, people are doing it? And uh, I've never been able to come up with any uh, answers, so I think that's it. But they sure spend a lot of time uh, looking stupid. Say, uh, right now, let's do a little cleanup time. This is when I uh, just kind of make, uh, make up for a, uh, an error, a blunder, a boo-boo uh, from the uh, last program. And uh, Sean over here, who you, whom you heard just a few moments ago, was telling us about his COVID ep- episode and, uh, you know, the secret to the success and uh, not getting it again and getting it is uh, uh, washing your hands. 
And remember last week I started talking about the NADS, National Association of Diaper Services, one of my big accounts when I was doing the Steve Horner advertising marketing and agency firm in Minnesota. And uh, I, I lost my train of thought. And uh, it was going with the uh, the hand washing, which is uh, Dr. Sears out of Chicago said, look at if you uh, if you aren't washing your hands, that's a real formula for disaster, especially if you're in child care, because you're dealing with diapers, you're dealing with poopy pants and uh, slobbering babies, and you've got to wash your hands frequently. So I was trying to take the diaper services into the big child cares in, in, in a lobbying effort with the Minnesota legislature because uh, the disposable diaper uh, people were winning by saying it's more convenient, it's easier, these women are busy, they can't be screwing around with diapers. And I said, yeah, but... You know, on the same hand, you get the Minnesota Environmental Control saying reduce, reuse, and re- and, and uh, you know, cut, shut down the uh, the uh, plastic paper nonsense. So you've got a lot of hypocrisy. So in the hearing, in the committee hearing, this woman who was president or owner of this big childcare in the Twin Cities, she actually said this. She says, now, if we have reusable cotton diapers here instead of just throwaway disposables, we'll have to change the dishwater when we clean these babies. And I said, lady, are you serious? You're washing these uh, di- diapers or you're cleaning these diapers or these diaper rags in the same dishwater that you're using for eating utensils? Oh, yeah. Well, come on, stupid. Well, the legislators, they sided with the women, and, uh, you know, they have actually banned reusable cotton diapers in, the, uh, in, in many child care centers because they're not convenient. And isn't convenience, isn't that the drug that's winning out all over, killing families, killing budgets? It's killing the cat. There's no time to eat at home to talk about the day's issues because we got to run or we can just get this faster down at the uh, convenience store or the, or the uh, you know, the, uh, the hot dog joint. No time with the kids. We got to make more money so we can buy more crapola. No time to go to the school board meetings because we got work to attend to. Make more money. Buy more crap. Let's pile on the overhead by buying more items of luxury and convenience. No time to clean reusable cotton diapers. Let's just toss them into the landfill where, where human and animal crap now comprises of 8 to 10% of the mass. Can you imagine what that might be doing to the mass water table? It's a huge pollution, a source of pollution, because everybody wants to embrace convenience. But they forgot that the faster you go, the behinder you get. The more you have, the more you need. I know that when I go down to the gorge, look it up in your uh, Google or your search engine. It's the, uh, 
Virgin River Gorge. It's, it, 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 there's, there's only one exit down there. It's called Cedar Pocket. And uh, I go down there and I pick up trash. I love it. It's ex- good exercise and, and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and bring the trash back to town and uh, properly dispose of it. And it gives me a chance to think and feel good about myself. And uh, then, you know, I might have a beer down at the, down at the wash with a, a couple of crackers and cheese and look at the magnificent uh, scenery of the red rocks, the gorges, the river, the wash. It's beautiful. It's a real, and then think about my show. Think about the books I'm writing, kind of a note, kind of a script out to, uh, what, what I'm doing. It's a it's a great time. Think about picking up trash in your neighborhood. It's very relaxing and very empowering, because you know why? Nobody's going to give the guy who picks up trash any crap. <laughs> okay, this is King. This is King Kong. You've got your run of the road when you're picking up uh, other people's garbage. But when I do pick up these uh, disposable diapers that have been thrown out, these, this, you know, when, when I was working for NADS, the concept was, well, these things don't go away for 500 years. But you see, when I'm really doing on-the-job <clears throat> uh, dealings with these, I see that when you pick them up and they've been in the sun for a couple of years, they flake away. You see? But the interior, the pulp... That, that remains, and that's inside it. That's where the shit is, you see, the nastiness. But that's gone on. That's, that's pretty much deteriorated uh, as, as well. But where does all the flakiness go? It's like, you know, everybody burns tire. Everybody r- burns rubber on the road these days because we have to sometimes replace our tires, right? Well, where does that tread go? It's burned up. It's in the atmosphere. It's the same as all these diaper things. It's the same as all the worn rubber. It's in the air, folks. <laughs> That's what we're doing to the air around us. So, uh, <clears throat> but, um, but the convenience is, uh, is, is, is hurting us because the more you have, the more you need. It's kind of, it's a story, it's a story that reminds me of Native Americans, many Native Americans in this country. Uh, when the Spanish brought over the horses, uh, you know, we had our own version of horses here in North America. They were little dog-sized looking things with four fingers, and then that evolved into a hoof. But the, 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 this, the, the, the contemporary horse was brought over by the Spanish. And um, a lot of natives embraced it. Boy, we can really get a head jump on our enemy now, you know. We can really go out and, and hunt those buffalo and everything. A lot of tribes and, and, uh, and native nations decided they weren't going to do the horses. You know why? Well, the convenience wasn't worth it. It was going to necessitate, uh, uh, they, they were going to be, uh, a, what's the word? They were going to... Um, they were more pragmatic than that. They were more uh, long, long, longer thinking than just saying this is going to be convenient for the day. They were going to get hooked on the horses, you see, and the horses would get sick, and they would be, uh, you know, you have to protect them from enemies, and you have to, uh, you know, keep their, you know, keep them clean. They would die, and then maybe they'd take you out into the boonies, and then they would die out there, and then, you know, you you would you would get dependent 
on these horses, just as a lot of people are dependent on the internet these days, you see? And so when it goes down, when your horse goes down, well, you're screwed for the day. And convenience lends that type of dependency on, on your thinking. And, and folks, I'm going to tell you, the major marketers, you know who they're targeting? They're targeting females. All the big shops want women to come in and spend the money they don't have. Or their boyfriend does have, or their husbands have. Or they're working their tail off so they can, uh, you know, spend more money on childcare to stay away from their kids longer so they can make more money to buy more shit. Is that not effed up? <laughs> See, there's no pragmatism with these gals. There's no long-range thinking. They're wired differently than, than us men. They're sentimentalists. Oh, say, madam, thank you very much for shopping here at Kohl's. Say, would you mind giving money to the, uh, to, the, to the homeless here by just clicking here? Oh, sure, absolutely. Sentimental fool. That's only going to broaden the, uh, the, the dependency that the homeless have so they can continue to be derelicts because they know that the state, the community, the county, the feds, and sentimental women like you, are going to contribute because they're sad for you and they want to cleanse their conscience by giving you money and it does nothing but create chaos. See, the whole sentimental thing, and that's why we call them cunts here on this program. C period, U period, N period, T period. Cunt. Women have their periods. We men, we're supposed to have our exclamation marks. We're supposed to be pounders. But the cunts that I speak of is an acronym saying can't understand normal thinking. When you overspend, you can't understand normal thinking. When you boost your overhead more up higher than your uh, paycheck, you can't understand normal thinking. Why would we elect these women for public policymaking? All of their communities where they're in charge is a are absolutely busted. But we've got the pussy whip men out there who are saying, well, if I vote for Trump, I'll never get late again at home, so I won't admit it. But then there won't be any harmony because she'll ask me, and then she'll want me to vote for uh, for uh, Kathy Poop in the Pants, and then, you know, because Kathy is a woman. And so we want more women on board because, well— you know, we're sentimentalists and we want, uh, we just want to be sentimentalists and we don't care about the long term pragmatic effects on the country. And that's why we're all fucked up. <laughs> Pussy whip men and electing women in places of public policy making. And that's, <clears throat> and that's why we are in trouble. Say this show is brought to you by uh, Hilton, Hilton St. George. Now, they've got a few, they've, they've got a new motto over there, and they say, we think you're weird. Ha, 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 ha. And then they laugh. You see, it's really, it's really stupid, but they want me to promote it here. Now, when you go in, and you might have had a hard day on the road. Well, Messy Jesse, you know, the front office person, uh, she'll say, oh, here comes trouble. 
<laughs> then she'll laugh and you and you'll say, "Well, wait a minute. Are, are you calling me trouble?" She'll say, "Here comes trouble." <laughs> hey, you look like you're gay. <laughs> she gets a kick out of it. So then before you sign in, you want to ask if there's a place where you can have a drink and just kind of think about it. Well, she says, go down the hall, and it's a dingy little closet down the hall, and there, there's, there's where you'll find NyQuil. So you go in, and there's a big, tall, lanky guy there, and he'll say, what do you have? And uh, you say, uh, I think, just draw me a beer. You say, uh, hey, look, it looks, looks like you got a lot of people here this week, and the parking lot's full. I don't know. I think you're weird. Ha, ha, ha. Why am I weird? I'm just asking questions. Like, what do you think of the uh, World Series going uh, coming up? I don't care. Ha, 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 ha. What do you think of the weather there, NyQuil? I don't know. I don't care. I think you're weird. Ha, 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 ha. It's a very strange environment, you see. And they call him NyQuil because he's so damn boring. He puts you to sleep. And then you ask for the manager, Mr. Lousy. And, of course, he's he gets his name because of his... Uh, his uh, lousy service and prices, and you call him, and he'll say, "Hey, I think you're weird." <laughs> and that's Hilton St. George. Say, folks, when we think of the uh, when we think of uh, things being effed up, let's talk about the Middle East. What a disaster! For seventy-six effing years, all every day of my life, I've heard of these Jews pushing their Palestinian neighbors off the edge of the cliff, and their arrogance and vindictiveness is supported by a billion dollars a month from the USA. And now we've got the Israel Jews, and then we get the Ukrainian Jews. And uh, if you want to be political correct, you're going to say, oh, yes, no, we want to help the Jews. But it's the wrong gang, folks, to team with. These are the Jews that were kicked out of 12 countries headed by Karl Marx, couldn't find a home until the U.N., Bob persuaded the British, who had, you know, run rampage over that land uh, uh, during their imperialistic years. And they said, would you please give it to the Jews and fine. So they did. And the Jews have been, I think, uh, real assholes uh, ever since, you see, arrogant and vindictive. And even Trump wants to sympathize with them. And you know why that is, don't you? Because I want the Jew money, you see. Jews have a propensity to work hard. Usually they're in an area of business like Hollywood or drugs or prostitution or homelessness or something where the state and federal people are contributing to it. So they're going to ensure that they get their money, even if it's at the expense of human pain, which it often is. And that's why they were booted out of 12 countries. It's not their race. It's their liberalism. And so when I was watching KSL out of uh, Salt Lake City here from my home in St. George, and they had this uh, Jewish rabbi from Congregation Call Ami, he said, you've got to support us Jews. <gasps> whimper, 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 because we want to continue. We want to continue making this world a much better place. And I'm thinking, and this is what I called and left on their voicemail. 
How have you possibly made this world a better place, you Jews? You support everything that's crooked. Abortion to Zionism, A to Z. Abortion to Zionism. You support crooked Hollywood. You support uh, uh, homelessness. You support handouts to those who aren't making it. And you continue to put crutches under them because you're making the big money with all your phony 501c3 nonprofits. It absolutely makes me sick. And I'm telling you, folks, we have a fucked up society. And and if you want to sit at home and make sweetheart happy by not speaking, that's fine. It's good. You're, you're going to pay a price, you and your family. So start being the patriot. Start getting involved. Well, thanks a lot for joining me. The 25 minutes really zooms by. And, uh, been a fun time. I didn't think I'd get as far in, 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 into my uh, uh, storyline as I did, but it's been a great time. And remember, when you're on the road of life and you're being challenged to climb to the top of that uh, big mountain, sometimes take the uh, road that's less traveled to the top. It's going to give you a better view. It's going to make you feel a hell of a lot better for you, uh, uh, better about yourself, and it's going to give you richer rewards. I promise. Until next time, I'm Steve. You stop by and say hi at Steve's Cottage. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.